0: The Copscoast Coast, triple AAA, it's in the morning and tops around uh, right about 23 degrees expected today. It's going to be a mostly sunny one looking ahead tomorrow and it should be about mid-20s or so, which is going to be nice for the weekend. Nice time to spend down at the Jetty Foreshore Precinct. Well, hasn't that been a debacle of a week talking about that? We uh, spoke to our Mayor, Paul Amos, yesterday on the program and you can catch that full interview on Listener. I want to have a chat now, though, to the state member, Girmesh Singh. He's on the line. Girmesh, good morning.
1: Good morning, Muffy.
0: So I guess, firstly, you uh, had the private member's statement in Parliament the other morning. Explain why.
1: Well, I think this Jetty Foreshores precinct is obviously something that me and the the state government department who's working on it have been working on this very hard now for the last three years and about four months. So it's, it's been a topic of discussion in our community for quite a number of years and I think we can all agree that the Jetty Foreshores does need a rejuvenation. We can all agree about the restaurants and cafes and the activation that we want to see down there. I guess where we might disagree on on the detail on exactly how that happens. Look, I was very frustrated when I saw this ad, given that the state government master planning process has been going on for a number of years. I know council staff and two councillors uh, have been on that process now most of that time as well. You know, to be saying, oh, this is a start to the discussion, I thought was a bit disingenuous. The discussion about this area has been going on for many, many years. I say it in my speech, but I see this as a stalling tactic. We've progressed plans now that are far beyond this. The plans that we have done are far more realistic. You know, and I speak about this in the in the speech where, you know, things are kind of crammed into, you know, west of the Jordan Esplanade. But, you know, those things take up space and we don't have this uh, enormous amount of space down there. It's a long... And relatively thin block of land whereas this plan shows it as you know quite wide and I think that re- realistically it's setting unrealistic expectations for what the community can expect down there and I want to see that area rejuvenated and so do the majority of residents in Kosaba. and that's why we had to do that survey to put into minute detail what people wanted and where And the state government will be releasing a response to that survey, which incorporates some of that feedback over the next couple of weeks.
0: We'll come to that survey shortly. But back to the mayor and the comments on this program yesterday. Now, one thing that we spoke about, the fact of where he's living and uh, comments that you'd made essentially saying that, you know, this was what he wanted there. He's invited you to to go and visit his place. Are you going to do that? Look, I'm happy to be uh, to
1: go up there and happy to be proven wrong, although I don't think I will be. Uh, look, but at the end of the day, I think the most important thing is that we, uh, that we can work together and, and I look forward to working with the Mayor on many issues. You know, the Mayor and I get along pretty well, despite what the public might think. We do get along really well. We agree on quite a lot, but I'm afraid on this one particular issue, I'm looking out now for how to rejuvenate this precinct so that... When our kids grow up, they have opportunities in our hometown. You know, we're going to be bypassed soon. Our city is going to be bypassed. We're heading into some economic headwinds. It's obviously, um, you know, with, with everything going on in the world. So we need to future-proof our city and doing that, means that we need to improve our tourism offering. We need to make these great open spaces. And that's what this master planning process delivers. It delivers way more open space than is open to the public now. It improves what's there at the moment. And I think it's win-win. And we've gone three and a half years nearly into a process. uh, And I want to see that process through. Uh, Obviously, there's always room for negotiation. But I think where the state government has landed and how it's got there is a really robust process.
0: Girmish... The latest map that's come out, I mean, I've been here seven years now. In that time, even before your time as a local member, I remember walking down at the jetty Foreshores with Denise Knight and Andrew Fraser, where they said, you know, we're scrapping it, we're wiping the slate clean. You tell us what we want on there. I remember that process happening probably two or three times. There was at one point suggestion of an escalator on Mutton Bird and a six-story Jesus statue in the harbour. Having another map is that just more confusion to this for the public?
1: And that was my contention with it. That you know we've got quite well advanced master plan processes and this mud map, this sketch, it's not realistic in any way. And I just thought this is a tactic that looks like it's trying to just, you know, throw a spanner in the works and stall it rather than being constructive because, as I said earlier, we've had councillors and council staff as part of the process, you know, nearly since the beginning. And you, I remember the controversy you reported on it when council was due to have one member on that committee uh, and they selected two. And I fought hard to make sure that they could actually get those two members on that committee uh, because I uh, you know I had an inkling at the time that they'd be coming from different sides of the fence on this issue and I thought it's important that they both uh, represent council on that committee so from here I guess there's obviously some questions that are outstanding you know re- with regards to the IP addresses I had a chat to the department guys this morning it's quite a, a simple answer to that one um, when you connect to let's say a Wi-fi at your business mm-hmm. every single person connected to that Wi-Fi has the same IP address so when you look at what was actually said in the survey, it was one IP address or device. So it means that um, when they've done an initial analysis for me this morning, they said that it looks like a lot of the duplications uh, might have come from two-person households. So where you've got you know, two IP addresses and they've had a look at the responses on those two-person households. They're not the same. You might see a husband and a wife or you know, a father and a son or whatever it might be in those two-person households. And overall, the trends were roughly the same in in responses that were duplicate, but slightly more opposed to the heights proposed in the master plan. So, you know, I know that there is a bit of a conspiracy out there, but the reality is, I think this survey that we've done has been the most robust of its type and it's consistent with the accepted practice for this type of survey. And another thing I'll mention about the the council survey, there's no way to give you feedback on this one. It asks you to make your opinion known, but it gives you... So it's asking for your feedback, but then giving you no way of providing it. And I just think it's probably unnecessary, given that we have a big batch of data that's just been collected by the state government.
0: The PEAKSAC committee, the mayor, just to confirm, was on that committee, correct?
1: Uh, He's been on the committee, I believe, from the beginning. It was Councillor Ciccardo and the mayor uh, originally, and then I believe it is now um, another councillor who is subbed on for Councillor Ciccardo.
0: Well, yeah, I know Councillor Ciccardo was, for whatever reason, taken off that committee. When you see that map, there's an area down near the south wall in the quarry section which says marine science, Aboriginal culture. A couple of things. Who gets the sewerage, the power and the electricity to that area there? because I doubt very much it's already there. But on top of that, what discussion has happened at PSAC with that? Because according to the Mayor, a lot of the Indigenous communities are livid, I think were the words.
1: Yeah, and look, I, I, I was disappointed to hear those comments. The PSAC committee, as well as the department, did an extensive consultation with the Indigenous community, actually released a separate report on the Indigenous consultation. I think it ran to nearly 40 pages. And look, I'll read you one of the quotes out of it. It says, you know, it's been a refreshing experience. This is the first time I've ever really felt listened to in a government consultation. So no consultation is ever 100% perfect. Certainly not ours or neither council's. But this has been the best and probably the gold standard of consultations when it comes to a community precinct like this.
0: That or it's a new definition of the term livid, I guess. (laughs) Gamesh look, hopefully we can get a resolution to this because everyone I speak to says, let's just get something happening. In fact, funnily enough, it's a similar line that they said about the bypass. Just get it done.
1: Look, and that's the same feedback I get. Get on with it, get on with it. And look, I do want to say, the council and state government do have a very good relationship. We do deliver... Many projects together in a couple of weeks' time, we'll be opening the Wigolga Multipurpose Centre in Wulgulga, and that's a joint state-federal council-funded project but look, obviously, there are times where we'll disagree on things and it's how we move through that on behalf of our community that I think will be a testament to the leaders who are in place at that time. And my goal is to work constructively with council as much as I can. And I'm hoping that they'll put aside this alternate process and continue to engage in the actual process that's been going on now for three and a half years.
0: Good, okay, thanks for your time. Thanks, Moffy. Germich Singh, the state member for Coffs Harbour, and uh, that interview with Paul Amos, you can uh, listen to that. Plus also the uh, speech that uh, our local member made in Parliament two mornings ago on the listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R, or check it out on our Facebook as well. This is Triple M.